0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Grace of a Military Child in Life. Today, I am here with Army spouse, Emily. So welcome to the podcast, Emily. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: Good. Thank you so much for being here and, you know, being willing to tell your story of being a military spouse and what what kind of struggles and, you know, good and everything in between you go through. Oh, thank you for having
1: me. Yeah, I was so excited that you wanted to bring me onto your show. So I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. Start by telling me what it's like being a military spouse.
1: So I'm sure that definition varies for for everyone. Um, I am more of a seasoned spouse, I think, at this point, which is wild to say. It's been a long ride so far, but <laughs> um, <laughs> being a ten year Army wife, um, I guess I'm part of. You know the the. Senior, the seasoned spouse generation, but um, it is wonderful. It's filled with constant change and adventure, and um, opportunity is something that I I really try to focus on. Is like even telling our kids when we move. We have three children. Um, every time that we move, you know, it's transition. Yes, and with that comes a variety of different things, but it's always opportunity too. So, like, yes, you made some of your best friends here. But you wouldn't have made them had we not left the last friends and and moving forward, too. So I have a very optimistic mindset <laughs> in this military life.
0: Yeah, you have to have that, that optimistic view, that glass, you know, half full view. Because if you don't, if you look at it where the glass is half empty, then, you know, even though it does suck sometimes and we go through hard things and trials and like you were saying, you know, kids leaving friends. But, you know you have so many more opportunities that you get with each day that goes by and each step that you take moving forward. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, what kind of things um, you know, just jumping right into it. What kind of things have you done um, you know, throughout, you know, your tenure of being a military spouse to help, you know, cope with the different stress and, you know, craziness that this life can bring.
1: Yeah, so um since I have been a spouse for 10 years, I've had almost every season, right? So we first got married. It was just my husband and I. Um, I did actually have our army ROTC to experience too. So unlike some spouses, I did have a background in the army life, yeah. um, of my own personal experience. So I did know a lot of the lingo and kind of the the Which vibe is the of,
0: hardest thing to pick up so on some hard. days. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I
1: would enjoy honestly talking more to my husband's in field artillery. So um you know, there's a lot more at that point, there was a lot more men in his field. Obviously, now it's changed, but right. um, but I would just love to like, you know, talk the field talk because then I was very freshly out of college as well. So I was like, oh yeah, like I know about field training exercises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. But then as we uh had our daughter, that season changed. So when I was single, I was more my husband deployed almost immediately um at his first duty station and I just buried myself in my own hobbies and work um, just to keep busy and, you know, kind of keep keep time going. And then once we had our daughter, then she was kind of my focus and doing things to create community for her and for myself and kind of motherhood. Um, and then my own trying to realize, like, my own health was really important. And then the more kids we had and the more we moved and the older our kids got, my community became just as important as theirs.
0: It's all the all the seasons. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's why you know once you hit you know that ten year mark, I don't necessarily even think that there's like a specific time frame you know where you hit that season spouse because you go through all the seasons you've yeah. you know experienced so much of what this military life has to offer, and you know uh, you're technically at the halfway point. You. know <laughs> Who knows that that halfway point may come further down the line, too, Um, you know, if you extend beyond the 20 years. But still, you know, you experience so much of what this military life is, the deployments, the moving, you know, bringing kids into it, that, you know, that's where that term seasoned spouse starts to come in and, you know, shows, hey, like these spouses know kind of what's going on and what's up. They've been through it. Oh, yeah. And, he, and that's
1: not to diminish by any means, um, you know, new spouses or right. seasoned spouses. Like, you know, we've been, my husband had two combat deployments back to back right when he got into the Army. And then other than, you know, three month rotations or a month, you know, TDYs here and there, um, he hasn't deployed since 2015, 2016. And mm-hmm. now we're getting back to, we're going to be heading back to like that same mission set again. And I'm like, ooh.
0: <laughs> you know, 11,
1: 11 years, and 10 years married, but 11 years together into this, I'm like, okay, batten down the hatches. Like, we're going to be going back into this this season kind of out of, you know, out of the grind too. So it is it, ever changing. You constantly are experiencing different things and and different, even one depl- a deployment with one kid versus three kids or, you know, it definitely is, <laughs> Yeah, it's always a cycle. It'll always be different, but
0: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, having... You know, that time where you're not going through deployments constantly, it's different than going through deployments constantly. And so even though, you know, you guys are seasoned spouses, there's so many things that come up where it's like, okay, this feels new or this is new or, you know, we've been through this, but it's been a while. So, you know, I think that there's a good balance between many military spouses where, you rely on some of the newer ones and some of the older ones and, you know, some of those like mid-level or like mid-career spouses and things like that, that, you know, it's a team effort throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. And you said that community is Yeah, huge. community
1: is, it's so important. It's been very important for me and I know um many of my friends. So I don't know if you want me to go <laughs> into oh, that. Go yeah, for but, it. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I was a brand new military wife, um my husband deployed – And I was pregnant the whole first deployment. And I had my daughter about 16 days, to be exact, before he (laughs) or after he got home. Um, And so, you know, the stress of the deployment I had gained, you know, obviously, like pregnancy weight. Mm -hmm. Um, And just for myself, I was kind of losing confidence and not feeling great. And I was very isolated. Um, I did have a, a couple friends then, but I didn't have like a strong knit community Per se, um, and so one of my my friends was like, "You need to come, you know, get out of the house, especially when you have a new baby. It's really hard to get out of the house." And yeah. she's like, "Come to this workout, mommy workout group." So I had gone to this workout group and found what I was looking for. I found you know an outlet for for stress relief. Um, I had found community and friendships, and it was awesome. It was founded by non-military spouses. So more like a mommy group, mm-hmm. um, which was great. And kind of what I needed in that, in that season. And then three months later, we moved to Fort from New York and there was nothing there. And it was a high deployment rotation uh, climate. And so they were constantly leaving. And I knew what that community had done for me at Fort Knox that I needed that there. I had a background in exercise science I had a background in personal training so I was like you know what I'm just gonna start one yeah but being a military spouse I was like I'm just gonna start a workout group for military spouses our husbands are all deploying the gym on post does not offer childcare. Childcare child care is super expensive plus a gym membership like it just was not <laughs> realistic so I was like I'm just gonna start a place for women like me who have little kids or don't um to find a healthier outlet to like, you know, some other vices that people may have that (laughs) when you go, you know, a shopping addiction or or whatever. Um, but just a healthier outlet for those stresses of deployment and finding friendship and community. And so yeah, in 2014, I started, um, back then it was beauty hunters. Then it was, I changed it to hit fit and now it's H six fitness, but, um, my, my business.
0: Yeah. And it's so special to find, you know, that community in one, you know, duty station. You had mentioned Fort Knox, like in one space, you find something and then, you know, you pick up and move to Fort Drum and there's nothing there. And Yeah. You have to create those spaces and create those groups. And it's so hard sometimes for military spouses and even military kids. You know, when I started this podcast, you know, to say, hey, no, like there's a need for this, you know, in this space. And even though, you know, all my stuff is virtual, like that doesn't make a huge difference, you know. Yeah. And so you say, hey, there's a need for this. Like, let's find a way to fill it and You know, whether that be so many, there's so many different things, you know, out there and you never know how you're helping the rest of your community.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it truly, like for me in particular, I was just like, I know that I'm looking for a place where I can make friends, that I can work out, that I could bring my baby and that I could get like a little bit of exercise and movement and kind of feeling good after like the constant stress and worrying of a of a deployment, and so I was like, there has to be other women out there like me. And sure enough, <laughs> nine years yeah. later, you no, know, I'm I'm still going. So we started um, in person exclusively, and I was just at one base. Obviously, I was one per person at Fort Drum, and right. then typical army. We moved eighteen months later to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. We were there for nine months. I started a group there. Nine months later, left. Went to Hawaii uh, at Schofield Barracks for three and a half years. I had my twins there. I started another of my workout group there. And then the pandemic hit and I started going on Facebook live and realized like, Oh my goodness, every time that I have moved and had to be like, sorry, friends, I can send you workouts, you know, virtually, or you can follow along for my next group. Um, you know, our posts and I'll post the workouts. You can follow along that way. I realized, Oh my goodness, there's this entire opportunity that I've been missing of being virtual and being able to continue Both of our, like, respectively, me keeping my clients and, you know, my friends' um, relationships, but also their health and wellness, too, and how easy it is for us to take this and move it with us and for this group to be just as transient and flexible as we are. So, like, on-demand classes. Oh, I have a three-month-old and they are, they're homesick or whatever. I can't work out at my class time. So now I can watch an on demand or I can train with a different trainer or my trainer just left and moved to Florida. And now I can still train with her no matter. Or my best friend from class moved to Korea and now her and I can hop on and take a virtual class together. And it's just like connecting and keeping that connection and community for military spouses rooted in your whole health and wellness. So it's like
0: what we do. Yeah, no, and it's so, you know, COVID came, and as sucky as it is, you know, there's so much good that has come out of it, especially technology-wise, because Zoom was out there. My sister had been using Zoom, she said, um, prior to the pandemic, but nobody knew what Zoom was, you know? No. You, You don't know what it is, and then all of a sudden, you know, our lives are surrounded by Zoom,
1: Uh, yeah, I had, I had known about it a little bit and, you know, I think the military at this point still was kind of barely using, you know, teams or whatever, but, um, yeah, it was just this whole opportunity that I think globally we all realized, oh, we can actually be connected more consistently with no barriers, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you know, you can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, you could be in Korea. Um, you know, and I'll still take part and be in the same community, which is so special and so valuable because, you know, you meet at, you know, one specific duty station, you have your whole group of friends and then literally you just all pick up and move. And most of the times you don't get to the same duty station ever again.
1: Yeah, it's, it can definitely be very hard and that's kind of one of our, um, foundations is like having that connection community being able to maintain it because even mm-hmm. if you're not you know t- two of my girls here are going to be staying behind and all of us we're only here for the year for school so we're moving on um, and they'll thankfully have each other but being able to stay connected and continue their health and wellness routine with me even though now I'm going to be in New York they can still train with me every morning um it's just, it's really an incredible blessing, but it's also so important for that stress relief and that kind of taking care of yourself. Exercise is such an incredible tool that is sometimes, you know, can have a negative connotation, but when you're using it with like a whole health and a self-care mindset first of like, I'm going to go outside and walk for a couple minutes because the fresh air and the sunlight and nature makes me feel good. um, Or just like exercising and moving your body with friends feels good. Even if you don't have a specific goal, it's just more so to move. It's so important in this military life to have some sort of health routine and balance just for navigating the stressors of this life. There's so many I actually made like an Instagram reel one time, one time about it. Um, just like military life, hitting you in the face, TDY deployment, um, <laughs> you know, like anything in the world, you know, PCS season, anything can throw a monkey wrench in your normalcy. And we all are so aware of it. Um, but when you have like a really good structure and foundation, um, in regards to your health and wellness, but even just your whole life in general, it make, it's what's so unique about military families and and students, or students, <laughs> and spouses is that like, we really are Some of the coolest kids on the block. We are so dang transient and uh, adaptable. And while super hard, you know, when the, for example, when the pandemic did hit, we were like, oh, the government's ruining your life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, yeah, no, exactly. Because, you know, we, who knows? Like you were just saying, like everything slaps you in the face at the same time. And you're like, what do I do now? (laughs) Like you have to figure it out. You figure it out, and that's why I think
1: military families and spouses are just so, so wonderful, and just you know cut from a very special cloth. Of like, you were, yes, this life does have its challenges. It is not perfect all the time. It's not easy all the time. Um, But we continue to navigate that and support our service member, you know, and and find the optimistic side of it and continue on. And and
0: yeah, yeah, and it, it's a so- Something that, you know, everyone needs. Everyone needs that sense of community. Everyone needs to have that. But everyone finds it in their own ways, too, Mm -hmm. which is so special because, you know, something that works at one duty station is not going to work at the next one. And you have to figure out where that balance is and figure out how to navigate and, you know, we're all biased but military families are seriously the best and yeah. <laughs> you know military kids are the best military spouses are incredible and you know we are also resilient you know brat is it some people have never heard of it before but brat is the acronym for like brave um brave resilient adaptive and Tea is everyone says it's a little different, but I certainly say, Tenage, say yeah. it's tough, tough, tough or tenacious. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, everyone says it's a little different, but either way, like we put that label on the kids, and sure, you know, whatever context it has, whatever connotations, like negative and positive, whatever. But those are literally like defining characteristics of a military family in general. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Yeah, and you know I. I just love this military lifestyle, no matter what challenges may come. And it's so incredible seeing other military families and the way that they're giving back to military families because that's where that's where we're all rooted at.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I see a lot of companies try and uh, penetrate our market, right? Like our military. How do we speak to military families? And I feel like some of the most successful companies – that do work and support military families are that of families and veterans. They know, we know our struggles. That's why I was saying when I first started this, I did belong to a mommy and me workout group. And that was wonderful in a sense for that season, mm-hmm. but overall they didn't understand me. They didn't know how to support me as a military spouse or a military you know, family person. Uh, dependent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but because they, they didn't understand like, oh, you're moving this summer. That well, that's weird. Like, okay, bye, yeah. see you never. Whereas, like <laughs> for me, it's like, well, there's always a chance, and you know, I may only be here for nine months, but I'm going to impact your life, and we're going to have a really strong connection, and we'll stay in touch on Facebook, and maybe we will connect or cross paths again. It's a small army, yeah, um, for real. Or or a friend of a friend will know somebody or or whatever. So. Um, Yeah, I think it's just, you truly find such incredible opportunities out of all the the hardships and the ebbs and flows of this life that really are shaping you as kids into incredible adults, right? You're going to be super flexible, which is an awesome attribute as a a future employee, um, as a parent, as a student, you know, going off to college or whatever. Adaptable, you can handle a lot, which you know, in the thick of it can be <laughs> a little overwhelming. But yeah. all in all, you're like, you know what, this may be I have a lot of exams due this week. And I'm really stressed. But have you ever had to move to Korea with a two weeks notice and you had to leave <laughs> your dog behind? And, you know, like, it's not great. You know, I hear it both ways. Some people love the word resilient in regards to their military kids, and some can't stand it as parents. Right. Um, you know, it's always heartbreaking for us to and both the service member and the parent, (laughs) the (laughs) other parent, um, sometimes it can be really tough to be like, I can't make it better. You know, you're leaving your favorite teacher and I can't tell you that it's going to be okay. And you'll see them again. Cause realistically you probably won't. Yeah. And that is like so hard, but at the same time, when you do make it through, when you do get to the other side, when you do get to your next duty station, or maybe two duty stations before it starts to feel like home again, and you like find your groove or whatever. Um, you can look back on that moment and be like, it really did make me stronger in that moment. Or this community that I have now is incredible. And I wouldn't have gotten to this community had I not left that community. Um, Yeah. So just always like looking for the bright side, using the tools that you are building on your own without, maybe without you even knowing, um, just to creating such a cool, cool life for yourself. I mean, Truly, I believe that military families are essentially all like entrepreneurs. If you think about it, the the things that we create for ourselves constantly, we figure out our new favorite hair salon or nail salon, we figure (laughs) out, you know, how to get to and from school or we find our new friends. Like we are constantly creating things. And once you find your community and sometimes you have to create your community, kind of like I, how I did, you know, with my health and wellness community, it was like, I need this. I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna put the feelers out. Anybody else interested in these things? And they come to you. And sometimes it takes you kind of trying new things too. Like we're gonna be moving to New York, and I'm not not a winter person, <laughs> winter person, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it out there that I do want to try like snowboarding and skiing. And they do have snowboarding and skiing clubs up there. Um, you know, so I'll find a new community that I've never would have been a part of, had it we not? there and got to experience it so
0: yeah we're all you know I love that you said that we're all entrepreneurs we're all you know creating something we have to constantly you know creativity is such a good outlet for anything so having that that entrepreneur kind of mindset for us you know we're constantly evolving constantly changing and you know even to add to that, we're all like marketers, you know? Oh, yeah. Because we all, we find something. We find that that hair salon or that nail salon or whatever um, clubs, and we tell everyone about it because oh, yeah. we're like, you know, we're all here for such a short period of time that we have to share all the resources you oh, know yeah. can. I, yeah. I had a girl, one
1: girlfriend is, she's getting ready to come here to Fort Leavenworth uh, next year. And she's like, I'm making a list of all the duty stations. Tell me your favorite of all this stuff it doesn't matter what branch just like you know whatever and I'm like see that's marketing and I have yeah. a girlfriend who's driving from Fort Sill down to Fort Hood and I was like make sure you stop at the Pecan Lodge in Dallas Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome barbecue little
0: yeah but, no yeah. <laughs> I love that yeah we, we constantly like support each other and you know even going back to that entrepreneur like we all come back from different backgrounds you know mm-hmm. Um, not everyone is a military kid turning into a military spouse. And so, but those kids who turn into spouses, we have so many resources that it's like, this is what got us through as military kids. Like, how can we use these same tools to get us through as a spouse? And then you coming through, coming in with a fitness background, you know? in the exercise science and health and wellness and saying this is how I'm going to use what I have because it's hard to get jobs as military spouses oh yeah and so saying hey this is what my background is here's how I'm going to you know continue to help others
1: yeah and that's actually part of my new business model so I know we had spoke briefly before we started but yeah. um, um over the years my business model had to much like my life had to <laughs> shift and adapt and in expanding uh, in Hawaii was the longest I was there. So we were there three and a half years. And I had built mm-hmm. a huge community with 500 Facebook followers and 30 to 40 members of each one of my classes. Um, and so leaving that community was really hard. But I instead took a client of mine that I had seen this incredible transformation. She always had kind of a knack for supporting and guiding and encouraging new people. New you know, members to our group. Um, and I was like, I really believe that you could do this. And so from there, I just started, turned her into, got her certified, turned her into our chapter holder in Hawaii. And then I moved to, to Oklahoma and in Oklahoma, I started my certification process. And so now we offer opportunity, career opportunities for military spouses to do the same. So i also have virtual trainers that I've hired. So I hire other trainers, um, but I also have my own. Assistant and she does my editing of my videos and stuff. So something really important to me is also helping other military spouses learn how they, they create their own transient business too. And so if yeah. anybody listening is interested in health and wellness industry, I'm happy to talk, um, talk about that and opportunities that we have for hiring fellow military spouses for the health and fitness aspect. But I also have such a passion for entrepreneurship and being a military spouse-owned business that Um, I also do like business consultation too, because it is so hard to navigate all the barriers and every base has such different, you know, uh, stipulations for how you can run your business or what you have to do. And then let's not even get into the legality or the taxes, you know, there's (laughs) so much, everything there's so much for running a business. And especially as a military spouse, you know, I'm, I'm sure the same as if you had a career, on the other side, you know, you would have to know these things as well, but, um, you know, when we move you, you can take, take your business with you and what that looks like. And
0: yeah. So. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't necessarily, if you have an in-person, you know, job and career at a duty station, you can't necessarily just pick it up and move it across either the country or the entire world with you.
1: Um,
0: and I mean, there are some opportunities where you can do that. And, you know to those spouses who are able to do that like props to them because oh yeah i could not imagine you know being a doctor in this lifestyle and having moving and then having to get certified in another state and then you know moving to another country and in the essential in the sense being jobless because yeah you can't the education and training is so different um right. So being able to provide career opportunities for other military spouses who have an interest in it, you know, it's so special. And that's why I love doing this podcast and sharing, you know, so many other things that incredible spouses are doing out there and saying, hey, like, you're not the only one, you know, either struggling through this, but here's more opportunities for you. And, um, you know, just sharing that with the world is so incredible. It is. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah what um you know so many different aspects but how do you take that and how do you you know implement that and show your kids like there's you know going back to that opportunity of you know even though we're moving like there's still so many incredible things and you can you know have that community that you built in one place but you can also bring it with you
1: Oh yeah. So I have always yeah. I my family has a lot of entrepreneurs in them, and so for me it was kind of just very instinctual. Like there was never a and a reason I couldn't. I'm one of those like the answer will always be no if you don't ask or you don't try. Um, And that goes back to so many things in my life that um, have happened, like sponsorships or I had a video done by Quest Nutrition about me and my business. And wow. that all happened from like talking to Quest and being like, hey, can you sponsor one of my races? Um, yeah. <laughs> just having that like, well, there's no, no hurt in trying. There's So I believe that taking that entrepreneurial spirit and showing my children that too and taking them along the ride too. I've taken my daughter to business meetings before. Um I've taken her to fundraising events where I'm trying to sell my race I I host like an annual race, a <laughs> virtual race <laughs> usually, but um we donate typically back to the National Military Family Association um which plug to them as well. They're an incredible non-for-profit that supports military families um, and they help with things like uh, business expenses if you are starting up as a military spouse, they help with school scholarships and tons of things. Check them out. Sorry, side plug. <laughs> but um they're they're a wonderful community. But yeah, um, yeah, and help teaching her like, hey, we can do this. And that has then inspired her to do, I want to do a lemonade and cookie stand, I want to start a bee company and help bees. I want oh, <laughs> you know oh, to, I love so, that.
0: That's so sweet.
1: You know, and just inspired by Hawaii, right? And the bees and
0: yeah,
1: all that out there, but yeah, it it's very important, I think, for times in the easy times, but for you as a military child, as a military spouse, um, I am very big on gratitude and kind of self-reflection and daily journaling. We actually have like a, a journal for it, um, but but the importance of kind of taking a second every day is what I do, but every couple of days or every once in a while, or if you're kind of in the thick of it. Of just realizing your your daily gratitudes. And some of them come hand in hand with your hardships in this life. Um, so yeah, it's really hard to move all the time, but I've also got to experience incredible places. I have these favorites in these random cities, Lawton, Oklahoma. I never in my wildest dreams would live in Lawton, Oklahoma. I wouldn't yeah. know my favorite, <laughs> you know, my favorite restaurant there. Had we not lived there, I wouldn't know. Oh, it's only a quick three-hour drive down to Dallas and I found the Pecan lot, you know, my favorite <laughs> barbecue place or, or a couple hours down to Waco or um Austin, Texas. You know, you it is easy to only focus on kind of the hardships when you're in it or when you're leaving and your, your whole world is being, you know, ripped apart. But if you're in the thick of that, I, I just encourage you to kind of take a step back and find gratitude in your day, get outside and go for some exercise, find a friend, even though it may be tough that you're leaving that friend soon, but go for a walk, have a hug, maybe get a coffee or (laughs)
0: lemonade
1: or something. (laughs) Um, you know, and then when you do get to your next duty station, just kind of make it your mission. Like I am, there is probably somebody here who just lost their friend, um, you know, who just moved away or, somebody coming in like me, who's going to be looking for their, their friendship and community and kind of find the things that make you happy, find the things that you enjoy, and then find ways to share it and build your own community each time. And you'll be, you know, <laughs> um, breakless, unbreakable in, in this life. I mean, it's, it's truly, it's been a wild ride, but it has in the grand scheme, looking over it, it has been an awesome 11 years of of this life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you really just answered it. But, you know, expanding on that, what advice would you give to military spouses?
1: Yeah. So I would say making making the time for yourself to enjoy your present moment where you are Time can fly so fast. I know when I moved to Hawaii three years, you're like, oh, that was the longest I've ever been at a duty station. And I was like... I got time, you know, I got time, I'll I'll kind of island see eventually. And next thing you know, you are you have your nine-month orders, you know, you're leaving yeah. in nine months and you're like, whoa, time has flown. So really kind of each duty station, make a list before you leave to have something to look forward to at that next duty station, um, kind of like a wish list or a bucket list for the next duty station. If you have some time before you leave, make one for here to kind of help pass the time, but make those happy memories for both duty stations. Um, look for community, find your people. And if it doesn't happen right away, take a chance on something that might interest you, like a pottery class, a quilting class. My girlfriend just found like a new job and a full passion at a quilting store here. And she never would have thought she would be a quilter. And here she is, she's found her people. She is so happy. um, And now is working for the (laughs) the company. So take a chance on If you're struggling to find your community, take a chance on so many of the opportunities and events and classes that are offered on post to maybe find
0: your person or your people. Um, And if all else fails, start your own. Absolutely. And where can people find you and where can people connect with you? Yeah.
1: So h6fitness.com, the letter H, number six, fitness.com. It stands for household six. If you're not familiar with that, it's kind of like a little... Ha, ha, to military spouses being like the commander of the house. So household six fitness, <laughs> but h6fitness.com is our website. And then h6fitness is on Instagram. We actually are launching our YouTube channel officially June 1st. Um, that'll also be on YouTube, h6fitness. Yeah. And then awesome. I'm personally h6emily. <laughs> so if you want to connect with me, I keep toggling between private on my personal page and not just I don't know. I get a lot of spammy stuff, so sometimes I just <laughs> toggle back and forth between private. But if you request me, I will absolutely accept you, and um, would love to chat if you have questions or if you just are looking for a friend, a
0: virtual friend, or maybe if you're heading to Fort Drum, an in-person friend. Um. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for taking the time out of your day to be on this podcast and share, you know, so me. many incredible things.
1: Thank
0: you for having me. It's been so fun. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.